liquor talk I can't remember everything we said, but we said it all You told me that you wish I was somebody you never met But baby, baby, something's telling me this ain't over yet No way it was our last night brings you Under the Water Tower, presented by Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. And now, here are your hosts, Matt Crane and Derek Biglane. Good afternoon, Matt. Good afternoon, Derek. Wednesday afternoon, the last show of April. Uh, it's already four months gone, which is absolutely ridiculous. Pretty soon, I think about basically three weeks, three full weeks of school, maybe some exams left. Uh, our college students will be home, and uh, I think my son's last class is two weeks from the last exam. Excuse me. Henry Grace has the today. last exam on campus. Not hers, literally, but oh, I'm talking about, I, talking about the structure of it. That, like, that's how it goes, the you, last you, exam. Yeah, I, I don't know. Do they put that at the beginning of the semester where you can yep. say, okay. No, I'm no, no, a, no, you can't choose. They you, they know when their test is, yes. I, I'm really on. looking, okay, what's the Friday, Saturday exam? Oh, I got to find another hour. I got to find another another thing because that yeah. that's absolutely brutal. I feel, but they're still earlier. They're, they're still going to college less than ever before. Oh, yeah. No, they, they don't start until like February like it's, 5th and then end, you know, April, May 5th. So, yeah, I don't feel too sorry for them. A lot going on. Uh, about to wrap up school year, and, and we're going to talk about some students here in just a moment uh, that were awarded uh, over the past week. We just have a lot to get to, lots to talk about from over the weekend. We've got some Mississippi news. May, talk, may go a little national, may go a little national news uh but uh, right now matt um how's everything going with you we're going to talk more about our weekends in our since our last show uh segment will be coming up and as you mentioned a little bit of national news some big things uh you and i Derek, by no stretch are in we're definitely not in the quote-unquote media but a lot of media things have happened since our last show which is affects things nationally and some different stuff so we'll talk a little bit more about that here shortly and Derek, we're going to talk all next month about Congratulations to all the graduates and all those different uh, you know, young people. Um, you and I know a number of people that are graduating. Our kids, as people have figured out, of course, our kids graduated last year. And um, what a time in life to uh, to be as they turn the page. And um, you just you really can't wait to get out of, out of high school. And then I'll be darned, it's going to be the month of your graduation, the week of your graduation, and then the day of your graduation. Yeah. It's just it's it's crazy how time flies. What do they say? They say the days are long, but the years are short. Yes, that's, that's how it. I feel. And, and I promise you, every year I get older, I completely believe that. <laughs> well, Derek, before we get to that part of our show, as you just mentioned, as you get a little bit older, uh, typically you get a little bit more experience. And if you want experience when it comes to buying or selling a home in DeSoto County, you need to reach out to our 2023 presenting sponsor, the number one real estate team in DeSoto County. And uh, we can't say it yet, but they were recently voted something that we can't say yet. So we'll talk about that when we can't talk about what we can't talk about yet. That'll be pretty soon. But they were just voted that. <laughs> That's right. Okay. That's Does that make right. sense? Okay. Yeah. And if you listen to our show, Derek, I didn't realize how many listeners we have now. A lot I mean, of a lot of listeners that surprisingly surprising listeners yeah. that hang on every single right. word we say. Hey, advertisers, just pay attention to what he just <laughs> yeah, said. Yeah, advertisers, yeah. Yes, advertisers, pay attention to that. Uh, again, Derek, we don't know if we're going to do this again. We don't know if we're going to be doing this five years from now. We don't know. But if you're interested in advertising with the UTW podcast, please uh, reach out to us via email under the water tower info at gmail.com. But let's get back to our 2023 presenting sponsor, the number one real estate team in DeSoto County, Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. Team Couch possesses over 70 years of combined real estate experience. They've worked on thousands of closings since 2009 on the buying and selling side of residential real estate. They are full-time, full-service realtors, which means they are available when you need them. And just last year, they were voted DeSoto's best for the fifth time 
Which again, Derek, we can't talk about something else they won that they were voted for, but we can't talk about that yet. It's coming. It's coming. We can announce that pretty yeah. soon. You may figure out what I just said. They're currently offering a free, no obligation market analysis. Simply give them your address. They can tell you all about your neighborhood, your street, your zip code. They can show you how long houses are sitting on the market, how fast they're closing. Brian and Terry possess all the analytics that you want from your realtor in 2023. Give them a call today at 662-449-1700. Call Brian directly on his cell phone at 901-461-7653. That's 461-SOLD, S-O-L-D. You can also do a full home search throughout the Mid-South at their award-winning website, teamcouch.com. Again, that's teamcouch.com. As I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, the DeSoto County housing market, springtime, summertime, starting to heat back up. You want to work with the best. Give Brian and Terry with Team Couch a call today for all your real estate needs. Call them at 662-449-1700. And podcast listeners, say it with me. Every home needs a couch. Recording on this Wednesday afternoon at the Mobile Cars and Van Rental Studios, Mobile Cars and Vans located at the corner of McCracken and Commerce right here in Hernando. Cars, trucks, passenger vans. Uh, Derek, I mentioned to you the um, something else we're going to talk about here in just a minute. We uh, we had the opportunity to provide all the passenger vans and cargo vans for the Morgan Wallen concert. You know, all last week really, but uh, on Saturday and uh, well Sunday. Well, <laughs> Saturday, Sunday. Saturday, Saturday for sure, <laughs> for sure Saturday. on Sunday. I don't know anything about Sunday. My vans were they, they were innocent of everything. My vans were simply just uh, I think taking crew and stuff around, but uh, picked them all up. Had a wonderful experience with Live Nation. They were really really nice people, very organized people when it came to my vans, and I appreciate. Uh, their business and look forward as i mentioned memphis and may coming up at a number of different concerts if you're traveling this summer time is ticking please reach out to us if you're interested in using one of our vans 10 12 15 passenger vans we'd love to help you if you are a church group or know about a uh, church need please reach out to your youth pastor or your children's pastor don't let them be left stranded by one of the bigger companies book with us today 662-469-4555 that's 662-469-4555 mobile cars and vans ready to serve you this summer 2023 662-469-4555 as i mentioned derek uh or again before we get too deep into the show amazing how many people are now listening to our show and again hanging on every word love it every Absolutely word especially it. especially words that are like coming like a set of three like yeah. three words yeah it's amazing you know it, it's great man another thing that hinges on words is a game show that happened here uh, just the last weekend. That's right, Derek. Since our last show, we teased it on our, our last show about your sister and your cousins being on Family Feud. That has since happened. They uh, came away with a 2-in-1 record. That is correct. Did well, but look, they looked like they had an absolute blast. What a fun experience. Uh, tell us all about Family Feud from last week. Yeah, just real quickly. I mean, Hopefully some of y'all got to see it, uh, if you care at all. If not, I completely understand because I don't watch Family Feud other than the fact that they were on there. First in the day, they won. Uh, and then went for the, I guess, big money or whatever the, the final round is called, uh, where you have to get 200 points. They did get the 200 points. My, my cousin Joanna crushed it first round, got 188 out of she 200. She, so, was, she was just that bad the second day. <laughs> she was just that bad the day two. Yeah, it was um, um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the, like, I think it was 188 the first day and 27 the second day. Uh, so it did not, they did not get the money the second day. Uh, I, think, I think they got like 750 bucks. Uh, and then the third day, they were beat out. And it was funny because – like the second day, you know, we, they we were kinda, getting clobbered, dude. Uh, they lost the first three rounds. They were getting smoked. They they won the fourth round on a. They had to steal it to get yes, it. So they yes. never even played. They just had to try to steal four times. They, they was, were bystanders the whole show. <laughs> the whole show. Yes. So the fourth, they they won the fourth one on a steal. So now they were like basically tied two seventy, two seventy or something. Right. Had to go to sudden death. My cousin Lauren, yep. who 
Uh, I know none of y'all know Lauren, but she, I think she, she's kind of become a little popular. She uh, she threw the hand out there, <laughs> got the buzzer, knew exactly where you hide uh, the person you were cheating on when your um, husband or wife That's comes correct. home. No, 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 no. It said name a name a place where a teenage girl. Ten, it was a teenage girl. I think it was a teenage girl. Name a place where a teenage girl would hide a boy. If her parents come okay, back home early, there you go. Uh, I she, think she's that teenage girl, yeah. Because I mean, so. if you're coming back to your own home early, that's true. You know what that's saying? true. So, yeah. so throw him. So you get, you throw him in the closet, not under the bed, not uh, not in the laundry room, no, or not out the back door. You throw him in the closet. Why, that why was didn't the, she sing? Why didn't she in, in her answer? Why didn't she sing <laughs> R. Kelly? Kelly. <laughs> that was good. I mean, come on, man. that would been awesome. <laughs> so anyway, uh, she she got it. So that she definitely would that would have been all over TikTok, right? Oh, she she got to the she got to the final round. Did not do well, and then the third day they lost out to it. And actually, uh, I talked to my sister about it, and she said that was their favorite family. The family they lost to gotcha. was like, I mean, not anything. The other ones were seemed perfectly fine, but the last one they were just a lot of fun, and I think they were joking before and after the show. Uh, anyway, well, I need to go back and watch it. There, I have it recorded. My DVR is getting. Uh, there's a show. There's a certain show we'll talk about in a minute that I'm no longer recording every day, <laughs> so there's a little bit more room for Family Feud. So I need to go back. Anyway, and watch they had a great time. Yes. And- I think they they came here to audition a couple of years ago. Maybe maybe it was right before COVID. I'm a little blurry on that. They came to the Lander Center. If some of y'all remember that to try out or to allow you to try out to go. And so if the opportunity comes again in the Memphis area, maybe there'll be some families around here that, that choose to go up there. But they had a great time. Have and, to be. Oh, that, I was just about to ask a very stupid question. Okay. I was just about to say have to be a family, but then I was like, yeah, wait a minute. Yeah. Okay. Has to be a family. But they, not uh, always. They have like well, policemen, I mean, and firemen, and stuff have, like, like that. In laws. Yeah, oh, well, okay. I mean, yeah, they can't have like yeah policemen versus firemen right. stuff like. That. But it doesn't have to be like all brothers and sisters i mean these these were cousins so you could have dads uncles aunts whatever uh but just a great time so anybody that watched that and and texted me i had several texts i appreciate you uh, everybody kind of reaching out and asking um they had a great time so uh, that was that and then that that led to a big saturday here in hernando huge saturday Derek, uh, in hernando you i don't know i I was out of town i don't know if you were here i I was definitely here you were were here okay you're here on saturday uh i traveled down about one o'clock went down for a really really big concert in vault hemingway stadium in oxford i know we have a number of listeners who they simply happened to go the, the sadly they went the night later and mm. it didn't go well Mm-mm. so did not. man we you and i could we we talked a good a good bit off air about this probably not best if we talk on air about i mean just man it just stinks it just stinks yeah. i will say this, this I'm, i trust me by far i am not a singer by any stretch i sing a little bit at church i dabble a little bit in church uh singing i do know what it feels like to wake up on a sunday morning and be like hey i just can't go well, and and so that, that, I'm, I'm not your, your whole myself. point was to say, if you know that, call it by three. Call it by three. And that yeah. was your thing, yeah. I mean, it's like, I mean, if you're gargling salt water at noon and you're not getting any kind of response, hey, man, it's just, just call it, don't make them sit there through the first two acts and then throw it up, psych, I'm, I'm yeah, not here. That's, that's a tough <laughs> I'm gone. part. That, and then I saw Luke Combs, and you've probably seen the, the yeah. Instagram or something, where he, I never knew that that had happened. He came out and gave back all the money on, yeah. on, a, on, a, on a, a second night show and said, but we're going to perform. And I'm gonna do the best I can, but I need y'all's help. And I thought that was pretty cool. See, I mean that that was really awesome because he actually, you know, you sang along and the, you just people want in. honesty, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, and I think he was honest. Yeah. I'm I, well. We say he's honest. As he's far also, as we know, yeah. He's also shutting down this weekend's show, he so I don't did. know. He may have gotten a lot sicker than we thought he did. But those shows have been rescheduled. That's what sucks. Yeah, that's 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 bad. I, I, that, I completely agree with that. Anyway, it's just a, a tough night for. But the Saturday night, you said it was awesome. Um, the, Let me ask you a question. I'm sorry to jump. Mm-hmm. Do you think Morgan Wallen makes it up? To the Oxford slash North Mississippi community within the next five years, not, I'm not th- in some way, some neat way that gives him that gives him back favor. I'm going to say yes. I agree. I, I agree. Yes. I think something. I, is you, and if you just said next in the next year, I don't know. But right. you said five years. Five years. I would say yes. Five I'm going to say yes. Say. And look, if Morgan, hey, if you're listening, 
Derek and I know a really, really nice uh, square that uh, we could put together a stage pretty quick. Uh, Can you imagine? Oh, it has to be in Oxford, though. That's right. No, I think it would have to pay back Oxford. Uh, (laughs) But look, you know what's good? You know what's cool? Free Grove concert. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Free Grove concert. Just set up in the Grove. Just free. You can literally sit anywhere on the campus and hear it from the Grove. Uh, Better than Ezra did that when we were in 1995-ish. Yeah. And, I mean, just came. It was straight 10,000. This was – I mean, of course, that was 60,000 there uh, Saturday night. But 10,000 people, 10, 12,000, you know, came into the Grove that night, and it was awesome. Yeah. Um, And so something like that I think would would go over very, very well. We had a good experience. We went down about 1 o'clock, got to to Oxford around 2. I'll say this, Derek, and, you know, we have a a very good friend of the show. We'll just call him Dr. Mac. Okay, that's what we'll call him. That's That's his nickname. You can figure out who we're talking about. But uh, this guy had surgery uh, two weeks ago, and the people that rented the van from us, they were nice enough to help us. I worked with them all week long. Uh, we check on the vans, different things. They had some questions for me. I let them know about a friend of mine. We're coming down to the show. He had surgery. You know, wheelchair was an option. I'll say this, but he ended up using a cane. Um, Derek, we we um, they took care of us. Nice. We had <laughs> they took care of us. Now we had really good seats anyway, but they took care of us. We were down on a, a platform with some other people, like like one young lady next to us. She had you could tell she had a very fresh mm. knee surgery. It, it really gave me a new respect for. I mean, that's what people are you know there to do. The ADA accommodations have right. to be made and so forth. Now we could sit here and talk about uh, the after traffic and the before traffic. Um, <laughs> Golly, man, it's it's not that to hard. Figure it out. Have to have. It, it is not. Look, it, let me let me show you how this works. Uh, to city people or whatever, um, when you want water, you turn the water on, and when you want it off, you turn it off, and then you pour the water out. So what I say when I say that, everybody comes on campus, and then everybody leaves. Mm-hmm. Just keep the ingress and the egress. One way. That's it. It's one that way simple. Each. One way it in, is one not, way out. Right. It is not that hard. I ho- if Ole Miss is never is ever number one or number two in the country, and Alabama's number one or number two in the country, and we're playing, and we have that kind of traffic, I mean, come on, guys, let's I'm just get it walking together. From Hernando, I'm, I'm just getting dropped off at the city limits. Well, I mean, you part way too in. far anyway. I mean, seriously, you're 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 at Molly Bar Road <laughs> yeah. all the time. But look, a lot of people had a great time on Saturday, Sunday. I know a lot of people that were having a good time, and then then that went south. Hannah Grace was there, and she just t- she called her mom and was like, "Well, we're walking back to the dorm," oh. you know, and it's just. Um, not, she's not a huge Wallen fan anyway. She's definitely not a big Hardy fan. He's Hardy's taking a little bit more of a rock turn, and that yeah. is not Hannah Grace's yeah. thing. You know, I mean, yeah, language can be a little aggressive. Ooh, yeah. Can be a little bit, a little bit aggressive <laughs> in some of his music. But we had fun. Another big thing in uh, uh, in Oxford in North Mississippi, and then all day on Saturday, Earth Day Arts Council. Huge event. Across- that's where I was. I, yeah. I, that's, I spent my Saturday. Uh, started at the Arts Council. I volunteered for the first three hours. Did you see the Dirt Saturday Man? Morning. Was the Dirt uh-huh. Man there? <laughs> the guy that you said's covered in dirt. Oh no, the dirt man who's yeah. not there. He was not there. I was angry about it. Uh, dirt man was not there. But we, the arts festival was kind of it was in the that empty corner lot right there on right, fifty one sure. in the commerce. So that's where I was set up and just kind of giving out information about the arts council. Had about twenty vendors. They seemed to be doing pretty well. I left it again about ten fifteen ten thirty. Got there at seven thirty that morning to set up and just you know had a, a steady crowd coming through. I then went back with the family uh, at lunchtime for Earth Day. Walked around the square. The farmer's market was already well represented. Uh, had the guacamole guy, had the milk and egg guy, uh, had some people with some like you know cabbage and lettuce uh, type vegetables. I had some honey, had some coffee. So that was already started off. It was the first day. Um, had the you know adopting animals there. Uh, had some uh, you know they had on the on the other side, the south side of the square. They had some stuff. That was like a big blow up thing. You could walk in to see different layers of the earth. So there was there was some pretty cool things. Not my earth guy, um, but so they that was that was cool. Also, then right there. 
when you walked on the south side, you saw Panola Street. They had set it up for the uh, crawfish event for Palmer Home. And I mean, the tent was huge, had everything set up, ready to go. Did not make it Saturday night, but uh, talked to several people who did uh, from the crew who volunteered to help clean up at the end. They said it was uh, about a little over 400 people there, which is a great night for uh, the Palmer home. Uh, they ended about 10, 1030, were able to clean up. I think most of them were home by 1130. So it seemed to be a pretty good night and uh, just a beautiful, beautiful chamber of, you know, commerce type day. Um, because it, you know, it was raining hard on Friday. Sure. Of course, it's kind of hit or miss uh, this week, but just a beautiful Saturday. So I think all of North Mississippi seemed to have a, a great weekend. I'm glad that it happened. Of course, this weekend, another huge weekend uh, taking place. I believe it's Double Decker uh, that starts Thursday or Friday. Uh, and then we've got Memphis of May, of course, coming up. So stuff all around us happening all the time. Uh, just uh, Again, we're very, very lucky where we live under the water tower. Well, Derek, I did mention it or make a joke as we move on uh, about the – since our last show, if we're still in that kind of segment right now, the largest media or largest news correspondent, cable, regular channels, anything like that, that was uh, let go, party ways with. That's correct. So, um, you know, that's a really big deal. It's kind of leaving a little bit of a ripple effect all throughout the uh, the country when it comes to, uh, comes to that, Derek. And then I did notice uh, – man, we had joked about it last week, just the political signs. Whew, they're everywhere. They're awesome already everywhere out. in Hernando. Yep. They're already everywhere in Hernando. I mean, every, every corner you're turning on or turning off of or whatever, it's like, good gosh. I mean, you know, nine signs is plenty. Ten signs is too much. Too many. Yeah. Too many nine, signs. nine is perfect. Yep. Ten is too much. Too many. And everybody that listens to the show regularly knows the joke I just made. Yep. So, But ten was too much. That, that nine was good. Puts it over much. the edge. Puts it over the edge. <laughs> stop at nine, please. Stop, please at, stop nine. at nine. We've all stop at nine. Nine's good. Everybody agreed on nine. We have nine, and uh, it's the ten. It's the ten that that gets you there. Man, it is an election year locally, nationally. Um, of course, a, you know, announcement on Tuesday that the president is, uh, you know, going to run for re-election, and so I think that it's you know calls to start coming out. It'll start getting ugly, and it's just a it's a sad fact today that. The choices that we have. Yeah, I mean, November of 24, both of our choices, if if things look the way it looks, will be geriatric men. Yeah. we have, And I looked this up, Matt. There's people 35 and older in the United States. There's 183 million people that are over the age, that are 35 and older in the United States, which means those are the people qualified to run for president. I, I didn't I didn't cross section that with U.S. citizens, so of course you have to back some of those out. But let's just say 30 million of those are not U.S. citizens. 150 million people that could run for the president of the United States, and these are our two choices. I, I keep harping on that. We have to do better. Uh, we as a society have to do better. We wanting uh, elected officials have to do better. People that are thinking about running that may be on the fence. And I'm not saying that you've got perfect past or whatever. I don't even think past matters, Derek, now. Oh, oh it will matter no, no, once will, they yeah, announce yeah, yeah, yeah. because sorry, they will drag up every tweet, yes. every Facebook post, every Instagram post that you and their family members yeah, did. That was a crazy statement. Not not past doesn't matter. That, that makes no sense. I'm saying being able to give a vision for a future should win out. I mean, it, and it shouldn't be rhetoric sense? and it shouldn't be something just to get a five-second soundbite. It should be actual good policy. Policies. And, and you shouldn't – and two things – you. You will have to compromise. So people that tell you basically my way or the highway, it has to be 100% this way, they're always 100% wrong. But all you're going to do if you win, you're just going to make the other side that much more angry where they come at you with more. And then you know it, there has to be a compromise, but compromise does not mean selling your soul. I don't know what the answer is. It's just I'm, every election, I'm literally every four years since, what, since in the last 20 or 25, our choices are getting worse and worse and worse. And I just don't know. 
I, I don't know where to go. I think the sad part, uh, at least I was listening to a podcast yesterday, and they were talking. They were reading a poll, and the number one thing from people that from voters in twenty four, it the word was exhaustion. Yeah, I saw that. I exhaustion. Saw the exact same I mean, it's yep. the. I mean, the fact that we didn't have any more cream rise to the top is uh, is a bit scary. From what happened, you know, so if, if you're on the if you're on the left, you say, okay, well, you know. You know Trump. We hate Trump. Whatever. Blah 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 blah. Well, all you could find is an eighty-year-old white man. No, no, then, uh, no, no. All you could find was an eighty. Will, eight, will be eighty-two if elected. Yeah. Eighty-two years old. And and don't send us emails on this. A proven fact: the least popular politician in the history of the United States of America. Yeah. As your vice president, that's a fact. Yeah. And so, and then the other the that's other your, option that's what is, you're gonna do. is that somebody in you know Republicans you lost in twenty. Uh, the guy is, you know, whatever happens, multiple lawsuits against him, right or wrong, we cannot have anybody else as a Republican to put up on the, you know, to, right. to run. I cannot it, understand it, it's that. Really, I it's cannot understand It's strange, that. isn't it? Yeah. It really is. I just, I, anyway, I, I'm, I'm just disheartened. It makes it very, very hard to even get excited to think about it. Um, again, locally, I mean, you know. We will hopefully that we have these, you know some good candidates running. We'll see what they go. We'll wait on there. You know, I'm, I, there may be some stuff going on locally if they do uh, any kind of I don't know debates. We'll right. see how that goes over the next three months uh, before August, and then after August, basically whoever wins in August is your yeah, representative yeah. because most of them are running as Republican. There's a couple of instances where that's not the case, but majority whatever happens in August is what's going to happen in November. So just please, please, please locally, let's make the best decision possible for the best person for the job. People that. We'll go in there, work with people in our city, work with people in our county to try to get deals done, not just you know my way or the highway, uh, and then we'll also work with people in our state. That's the best that we can do locally. And then on the national level, I just I don't know. I just don't know. Yeah, sadly, Derek, most of the people that we can think of that are the best leaders or the best uh, for those jobs, what we were just talking about, choose not to go in public service yeah. because they are really good at their job, whether right. it's a manager of a hospital or a realtor or whatever. It doesn't matter. Who knows? I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a calling and public service is a calling. It's a, it's a calling. S- and sadly, it's may, it may start as a calling, but then it becomes, I mean, hang on a second. I heard an ad yesterday from Joe Biden from 1972 and the person he was running against, what was he, what was he saying about that person? They were too old. <laughs> and I think, funny. I think he was 20 years younger than Joe Biden is currently. Yeah, you see what I'm saying. Joe Biden has been running for 50 years. Yeah. Whew, man, just a lot of stuff going on, Derek. I mean, a lot of things to talk about. Like you said, local elections. We'll talk more about those as, as we get on down the road. Uh, some different things that Derek and I we've been approached by a couple of people when it comes to maybe interviews and our our thoughts there. We're working through that. We don't know what that looks like um, coming up in the future. But Derek, speaking of leadership, speaking of uh, doing a good job in the classroom and being the top of their class, the Lewisburg and Hernando salutatorians and valedictorians were announced over the last week. Tell us about those. Yeah, so DeSoto County Schools have released their student awards who were celebrated at the most recent school board meeting last week. Now, here are the winners from the two schools that we cover here under the water tower. For Lewisburg, the valedictorian is Mason Hales, the salutatorian, Olivia Cashin, the star students, Hayes Heron and Samuel Overstreet, and the star teachers, Tracy Hunter and Maggie Denny. That's Lewisburg. That's for Lewisburg. Now for Hernando, the valedictorian, Alexandra Trigg, the salutatorian, Rose Stafford, the star student, Alexandra Trigg, and the star teacher, Tanya Float. 
So those are your winners, again, for Lewisburg and for Hernando. These will be people that will be graduating, be giving the speeches at the graduation ceremonies. And then, of course, the star students, a pretty big deal. You know, they get to be nominated. I can't remember what exactly they go if they're able for a scholarship. But they, the cool thing about that is the star student then gets to pick the star teacher. Uh, at least that's how it worked when I was growing up, and I know it still works uh, in Natchez. I would assume it's the same way here, which is a really, really cool honor uh, for both of them. So congratulations to those young people and the teachers at Lewisburg and at Hernando. Absolutely. Hannah Grace knows both uh, Miss Trigg and Miss Stafford. Uh, knows uh, Rose very well. They swam together and good friends and, and Rose has chosen Ole Miss to, to come down too so Hannah Grace is excited about that but she knows Alexandra and I know she's a, a really, really solid student. I mean she she will wear the valedictorian uh, sash well. I know yeah. she does a very good job and um, you know, very bright young lady with a big future. So congratulations to all those kids. Uh, Derek, I was not valedictorian of my class. Um, <laughs> I will say I was number 17 of of 120. Okay, I was three of 35. Three of 35. Okay, yep. so so if we were to put barely that, top 10. No, no, hang on, hang on. If we were three of top. So let's see. If they had 35 more, you'd be number six. 35 more, you'd be number nine. Yeah, we're not. Come yeah, on, we're not far. It. There we go. There we're we go. Far. I think it's actually called a historian, but nobody cares. Well, about I was Mister. I was Mister. FHS. Were you Mister. No, CHS? No, I was Who was Mister. CHS for you? Mister. CHS. Wow. Uh, looking back, I I don't remember. Yeah. I, oh, I think it was Mikey Stevens. Mikey I'm, Stevens. I'm sure I mean, does Mikey it? Stevens, yeah. That sounds like a Mister. Yeah. Mister. <laughs> Cathedral High School. Mikey Stevens. That guy's got to win. What's he doing now? Uh, he was in the guard, and then, uh, I, to be honest, I haven't heard from Mike in probably about 10 or 15 years. Okay, yep. I got you. Just a number of good things coming out for those young people. Good luck in the future to all the salutatorians, valedictorians. It's really good that these young people are recognized for what they do, and look forward to the speeches. I, I am going to go to HHS graduation this year at the Lander Center again to support uh, you know, our good friend, the Man, the same guy that had the surgery that got us to hook up with the uh, oh, look at with that. the thing. I mean, I figured, hey, it's the least I could do. He got me really close to Morgan Wallen. So it's you're gonna, you're going to hang the handicap tag and get the front row parking. No, no. I, well, he may he may still be using a cane by then. That's what I'm saying. That, yeah, that might be the way to go. That's what I'm saying. That might be the way to go. Still using the thing. Yeah, dragging his leg again like he did the. Other. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> well, Derek, I look over at our board here, and it's funny that it says ADA, so that's America's <laughs> Disabilities Act, but. You and I are talking about the funds are there. We were just approved to receive more, let's just say, legal representation as a community right here in DeSoto County. Tell us all about that. So on April 1st, the Mississippi legislature passed two bills that allow the DeSoto County District Attorney's Office to hire up to three additional assistant district attorneys and a new investigator. This represents the first time in 17 years that the state has funded new prosecutors for DeSoto County. On April 21st, of course, just about a week ago, Governor Tate Reeves signed these two bills into law. DeSoto County has almost 190,000 registered voters and is one of the few Mississippi counties seeing consistent growth. This makes the 23rd Judicial District the third largest judicial district in the state. That was hard to say. That is a lot, very hard to hey, say. Let me, let me get back district. real quick. 17 years since they've given us more in the district attorney's office. Correct. But we got some bills passed, as we, we and I talked about not, three, four months ago, how fast politicians can move oh, on money. certain oh, hot yeah. – I'm talking about certain hot-button issues. Yeah. They can move quickly. So 17 years to Southern County, this is the first time we've grown our district attorney office. Mm -hmm. And, wow, 17 years. That's as long as I've lived here. Think about how much no, stuff. Is, well, we've been here longer than that. You, we've well, been have, here. Yeah, I mean, we've been here twenty. I've been here. In, seven, well, I've been in Soda County twenty three years. Been in Hernando nineteen. Wow, so that's just, great. Yeah. Like I said, seventeen yeah. years since they yeah. increased the number of people. Wow, man, that's 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 slow. Yeah, very very slow. slow. But look, we're glad to Sorry, have yes, it, absolutely. and I, you know, hopefully that will you know speed up cases yeah. you know, and speed up uh, prosecutions and that sort of thing. Because unfortunately, you know, we are seeing more and more. I mean, read the paper every day. There are. 
I mean, South Haven police is staying very busy. Let's oh, just say that. I mean, extremely terrible. busy. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, prayers for those guys up there. You and I know uh, some of those officers, and and just they fight against a wall. No pun intended. There, that just it's it's tough. Mm-hmm. It's really really tough for those guys there in South Haven. And um, well, good. A lot more coverage from the district attorney office, and that that's exactly uh, what we need. Well, Derek, as you mentioned, um, you know, a lot of different things going on for Desoto County statewide, all that type stuff. But uh, more Mississippians are working than ever before i had two teenagers reach out to me uh in the last few days about hey ready to work you know anybody that needs any help you know anybody mm-hmm. that needs it if they can hear my voice if their parents can hear my voice mississippi is hiring it is there if you're 18 years old and will show up on time and can pass a drug test let's get to work tell us about that governor tate reeves uh, also announced on uh this past monday that mississippi's unemployment rate has reached a new record low of 3.5 percent as of march 2023 the March 2023 number represents a 0.2% decrease from February of this year. In March, the unemployment rates were lower in 18 states, higher in the District of Columbia, and stable in 32 other states, as reported by the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. Now, 11 states and D.C. had de- jobless rates decrease from a year earlier, 10 states had increases, and 29 states had a little change. The national unemployment rate of 3.5%, changed a little both over the month and over the year. So the, so the national rate is 3.5%, which means the Mississippi rate is in line, is directly in line with the national average. Uh, just for knowledge, Matt, I looked it up. The highest that the Mississippi unemployment rate has ever been was 15.6% unemployment, and that was in? 2021. April 2020. April tw- Oh, gosh, yeah, of COVID. course. So yeah. the month after COVID. No, no, hang on. Hey, Highest unemployment in the history of Mississippi was uh, April of 2020, mm-hmm. and people, I guarantee you, had more in their checking accounts than ever before. That, yes. Well, by think May about they, that. By, by May, they did. But yes, think they, about that. Yes, Highest unemployment in the history of Mississippi, April 2020. By May of 2020, they had more money in their checking accounts than they've ever had. Yeah, I mean, our savings, rate, savings rate actually was you know, one of the highest at, at all times. Three years later, of course, now we've gone from 15.6% down to 3.5%. So as you said, and that and there are still people – needing workers so look man we mobile cars and vans we now have including me seven people that are working uh one full-time myself which is uh yeah i just i work about 15 hours a week <laughs> about 15 hours a week on the golf course yeah yeah, yeah i, I, I play you. a lot of golf i play Very a lot good. of golf and just walk back and forth to dipsticks in here and maybe go to the bp and get a honey bun stuff like oh, that i don't good. work much yes yeah, life's good, good you know <laughs> Yeah, there's sarcasm right there, guys. But we have seven people, including me, employed, doing stuff, moving vans all around the the. the but I'm just, that just tells you how the busy's there. I mean, yeah. it's there. No, I mean, like Kroger's just constantly about, hiring. Sure. They have a sign all the time. Uh, I mean, there's several, like, the, you know, ice cream shop. I mean, everywhere you go in, you can say, you know, help wanted, you know, part-time workers, shift workers. It's out there if you want to work. And, yeah. and again, still being – you're thinking right now it would be really tight. You can't find a job because unemployment so – no, no, no. It's low, it's and it could be even lower because there's so many right. – you know, people still looking for, you know, for uh, employees. It's unbelievable. It really is. Well, that's going to wrap up the first segment of our show. Again, our since our last show part and then with all the other things we talked about, the congratulations to the wonderful students and uh, legal help that's on the way, and then all the, and all the people in the state of Mississippi out there working and driving the unemployment down. Uh, thank you uh, for that. Well, Derek, let's uh, – a place that stays busy. A place that has no issue um, when it comes to good, I won't say finding good people, but having good people, people that are good quality, want to be of service. I speak middle of our show every week, DeSoto Family Dental Care, the official dentist of the UTW podcast. Tell us all about Dr. Seymour, Trotter, and Paroli. 
DeSoto Family Dental Care has been a presence under the water towel with over 60 years of combined dental experience. Dr. Seymour, Dr. Peroli, and Dr. Trotter are committed to providing a gentle and caring approach while focusing on the aesthetic beauty and long-lasting health of your smile. DFDC makes use of modern technology such as digital scanning, intraoral cameras, digital x-rays, and autoclave sterilization. An in-house lab allows your dentist to be fully involved in the lab process and the end result. You can be confident that the goal of each staff member is to create a comfortable environment to provide you with relaxing, personalized dental care. Visit their office today to see the difference and give them a call at 662-429-5239. Again, 662-429-5239. Just great people at DeSoto Family Dental Care. They do such a wonderful job. I know they're very big um, supporters of the community. They give a lot of money and effort and and all those different things when it comes to local um, nonprofits and local shout-outs, stuff that we do all the time here. They're usually supporting uh, those things. So thank you to DeSoto Family Dental Care for continuing to work with us here under the Water Tower. Well, Derek, typically the middle of our last show of each month gives us an opportunity to talk about a DeSoto place that a lot of people, especially our listeners, are not going to know about. Tell us about this week's DeSoto County Place to Know. Matt, this week, DeSoto County Place to Know, the little known place, is the headquarters for the American Contract Bridge League is located in Horn Lake, Mississippi. Wow, okay. So if you play bridge, the card game bridge, the headquarters and the museum is located in Horn Lake, Mississippi. It includes the offices of the league that employs 56 people and the ACBL Museum. The ACBL Museum is not only the premier collection of bridge-related artifacts in the world, it is also an interactive showcase of the history of the game. From Vanderbilt to Culbertson to Gorin to the modern era, Bridge comes alive with photos, videos, art, instructional material, and more. Their spectacular collection of national championship trophies must be seen to be believed. Touchscreen technology allows visitors to research the history and previous winners of each trophy. View the Bridge Hall of Fame display, which includes hundreds of photos of the top names in the game and the biographies of each inductee. All are easily viewed with a touch of a digital button. The Joan Shreps collection of Trump indicators is an homage to the early days of the game featuring 600 colorful pieces. In addition to these highlights, visitors to the ACBL Museum will find dozens of other fascinating items. Now, the ACBL Bridge Museum and local headquarters is located in the ACBL main offices at 6575 Wind Chase Boulevard in Horn Lake. Again, 6575 Wind Chase Boulevard in Horn Lake. And for more information about the museum, email the museum at museum at acbl.org. Again, museum at acbl.org. Now, just a really cool thing that that's you know located. I remember them moving here. It was probably about a decade ago, maybe a little more. They moved uh, in Horn Lake. This is um if you when you come off the interstate, if you're going at Goodman Road and you're going west toward 51, that first stoplight that you get to that has like the has like an Arby's or you know Wendy's on a corner. Right, sure. Take that left, go back south, and it's down that road that heads toward the um what's the the kind of the Votech the the yeah, high yeah, school Votech Center. Yeah, right. Yeah. So it's it's going to be that there's some, a, and there's some new warehouses. If yeah. you're speaking of jobs, new warehouses. New warehouses. Being built. But, but, uh, but when yeah, you I make that exactly turn thought, going yes. toward there south off of Goodman Road, 
It's going to be on your right-hand side. You'll see like a nice lawn building. Yeah. That's where the headquarters and the museum is. Just a really, really cool place. So look them up if you've never been. If you play bridge or into bridge or you know anything about it, it'd be a really, really cool place to see that you might not know about. Derek, speaking of bridge, and again, that's a very good place to know about in DeSoto County. Really neat. Thank you for bringing that to us. Speaking of bridge, have I told you that we need a new bridge right here next to <laughs> Mobile Cars and Vans? <laughs> have I told you that that's coming? Here's the, here's the best part about that uh, is everyone says we need it and then follow in the same breath as, oh, my God, it's going to be so miserable when they're building it. Oh, no. Can you – it's so funny to listen to people. Speaking of miserable, Derek, and I, I, I'm not – I've told you before that I have no uh, desire necessarily to get into politics. That's fine. I may be Hernando's next or newest train attacker. Not that. Well, that's you can't say that, can you? No, that no, you cannot no. say that. That would you're, be bad. you're now on the government list. I'm on the government. You're, you're, you're on the watch list. Yeah. <laughs> somebody else is gonna. Somebody's gonna email us now. Yeah, We're gonna get email. Just recorded it, and therefore you're gone. Okay, they recorded. Probably gonna get a screenshot. Yeah, absolutely. probably a screenshot of something. It's gonna be really bad. Absolutely. Um, not attacker. I can't say I'm gonna attack a train. Scratch that. <laughs> I'm not gonna attack a train. train. <laughs> I'm saying the fact that a train stops our town for forty to forty to sixty minutes every day is un. It's 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 awful. Yeah, it and, is and unbelievable. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be something that bad. has to happen. Yeah, it it wouldn't be that something. bad if it was four cars long and it stopped right in the middle of commerce. That's bad enough. But when it is so long, it has blocked every road from Vaden all the yes. way to yes. Robertson. I mean, that has happened to me uh, about a week and a half, two weeks ago. And that the only east, the only way to get to the west side of town is to either go all the way down to Slocum, which is just ridiculous, yeah. or you have to go to Northwest, I mean, uh, uh, North Parkway. And when I tell you there was a line from our church back to past Kroger, right, sure. heading, trying yeah, to get to North Parkway because it was the only – and then getting a 51, which is now kind of one and a half lanes with those barrels for that gas station, and then trying to turn left on 51 with traffic coming south on 51, it's impossible. So it's um, it's extremely frustrating. I think – I mean, I don't I don't know. I think I did see the guy driving the train. He may have gotten a DoorDash. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. That's – literally, he may have gotten some 30 food. 30 minutes or less. He, he may have gotten food, some yeah. food delivered while we're sitting there. It was – I mean, I know I was at 25 minutes. You said last week that you witnessed maybe as much as long as 45, minutes. We, we, we tried minutes. to get there at 4. I had to pick it's up my daughter's car. We tried to get there at 4.15. I got there at 4.55. No, we need to attack this. We need to attack. We need, dang it, quit saying attack. That's terrible. <laughs> I can't say that. I can't say that. I'm going to be – yeah. Anyway, that's we have to address this. And uh, I, I mean, I, seriously, I'm, th- I'm, I'm Googling – Grenada Railroad while I'm standing there because I have nothing to do. I mean, what's the train doing in our town? Like, what is it? You, a, at one point, it may have been a good thing. What are we doing now? Now, they're still taking stuff to Memphis and back. Okay. But what our the, the problem with Hernando is just south of Commerce Street. So, if you're, you know, where the, uh, what's the, um, the, Sports of all sorts. Yeah. So just behind right, those trees sure. that yeah. you see when you're standing at Sports of all sorts is a switch station. Yep. So they're literally putting cars on the uh, the, the side track or right. taking them back off the side track. And so they, you know, why couldn't they move the switch station, or I don't know, two miles south of town where right. there's nothing else? Now that the town is exploded, now that I, our town I, I is exploded know. and busy. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm, I may pick that up. I may pick that up. I'm, I'm going to get on my stump on that as, one. As one of the aldermen said, good luck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, hey, I mean, what, that's what we do there. I mean, give us a challenge, and that's what we do. I mean, that's what we do. We get stuff done. 
Like, good I stuff guess. done. Yeah, you better watch. Yeah, yeah. Well, Derek, thanks again for letting us know all about the uh, the the Bridge Museum right here in DeSoto County, the national headquarters for Bridge. Uh, really neat. Who knew oh, all about that stuff? Cool. Really, uh, cool. really neat. Let's turn our attention to our under the water tower shout outs, Derek. Uh, we had a number of shout outs over the last three or four weeks. We're not going to talk about them because they've happened. So we're going to move on to the month of May, and we're going to go ahead, Derek. It's time. It's the neatest thing to say on the UTW podcast. The DeSoto Arts Council. Basically, as you're listening, give or take, to next week's show, you can listen to our show. Get ready for the first Friday back porch party. Tell us about it. That's right, Matt. The first Friday back porch party comes back. It's every. It's the first Friday of every month from May to October. And so next Friday kicks it off for this year. Next Friday also also happens to be Cinco de Mayo. So going to have a pretty cool theme out there for you at the first Friday back porch party. It's from 7 to 9 p.m. at the Arts Council. Again, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. at the Arts Council. They have a beautiful back porch. They set up a you know, kind of an acoustic band. Different act every month. They'll have refreshments for you. They'll have hors d'oeuvres and, and like maybe like sometimes they have like a Sunday bar. Sometimes they have like really cool snacks to, to eat on. All of that is free. Uh, if you are a member, you get uh, a drink ticket, uh, so a, a free drink uh, for any kind of libation that you would like. Uh, non-members, uh, every drink is $5. Uh, and so you can go there. It's a, a, a wonderful time, a great – I've attended several of these. I've worked several of these, enjoyed every time that I'm able to make it. So, again, first Friday, back porch party. Uh, it starts next Friday and will be the first Friday of every month uh, all the way through the month of October. And then, Matt, following that, uh, two weeks later, so three weeks from this Saturday, which is just almost impossible to believe, three weeks from this Saturday is the Hernando A Fair. Uh, it's Saturday, May 20th, and it starts with a 5K early that morning, and then the festival starting at 9 a.m. Everybody should know this. If you lived in Hernando at any time, if you're just moving here, it is the biggest festival that the town has all year. One year, I think the year after COVID, it was one of the first events that opened back up. Yes. Uh, had uh, well over 10,000 people came to the square yep. that year because other places still weren't having events. Hernando decided, I guess that was May of 2021, uh, Hernando opened it up. And it had over 10,000 people. I mean, I'm sure there's still pictures you can find somewhere. But just a really, really cool event. They'll have, I mean, I said they had, what, uh, 20 arts vendors and probably, I don't know, 30 or so on the square this past weekend. You'll have, I mean, you'll have almost 100 vendors. There's usually well over 75 vendors. No, I know it is. It's, it's over well over 100 vendors that'll be out there. They'll have moon balances. They'll have uh, all kind of stuff uh, out there for the children and uh, you know, you'll have the food trucks, you'll have the pronto pups, you'll have the tons of stuff, snow cone machines, all that stuff. Saturday, May twentieth, again starting with a early morning five k. All that's brought to you by the Options Club. The Options Club, which is another wonderful nonprofit in our city, is the one that heads it up, and it is their main fundraiser for the year. I love Optimus and Derek. I love I optimism. Optimism yes. is great. Yes, I'm not a negative person. I am not a negative person. I, Except I against like trains. To what is it? Against trains, you're negative. Oh, oh, negative. Oh, yeah. Only, only one, only one train. <laughs> I love trains. Just, okay. Tra- just, I love I love trains. Train. I mean, but I was sitting there the whole time. I'm like, all right. So what's coming? What are we doing with this train? What's it other than bring? You said it means bring stuff from Memphis and stuff. Other than the um, very artistic graffiti on the train cars. Oh yeah. No. I mean, wow. Yeah. I mean, you want to? Yeah. You can. You can get a. Well, when uh, you're sitting in the, in the Memphis, <laughs> you, you can get Memphis a middle school education. Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna I mean, get seriously. some stuff. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I can Yeah. You can, look. You can keep your kids in private school all you want to. If they're stopped by the train, they're gonna learn some good words. Yeah. No doubt. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No doubt about that. So uh, the month of May is awesome in the city of Fernando. As you mentioned, the A-Fair is a huge event in DeSoto County. Well over 10,000 people typically uh, you know, uh, attend. Just a great, great event. Derek, you and I have talked about it off-air. or talked about it a couple times on air. I want to I circle back and start looking at how do we, after last Saturday night, a little bit of motivation in me to 
to look at how do we look at an annual, whether it's off of a fair with a fair, I don't know what that looks like. How do we welcome a musical act mm-hmm. to a certain level, a certain size in the city of Fernando? I would be interested in working and talking more with people about that. I know we have a lot of people that listen to our show who are, you know, maybe head of that committee or head of that department or head of that thing. I'd be willing to ask those questions and, and learn more about it. That used to be tied to the Water Tower Festival. Correct, yes. That, it used to be a fall. I mean, we, we talk, I think I know we've mentioned it on here before uh, over the last you know two and a half, three years that we've done this podcast. Uh, Eric Church has been here. Yeah, Eric Church. Um, Luke Bryan has been Luke here. Br- Luke Bryan has been here. Aaron Tippin's been here. Right. I mean, obviously, it was a little past his prime at the time, but still, he came here. How I mean, cool was it that he would put a bike together? Do you know that story? Oh, oh yeah. He would put a bike yeah. together while he sang yes. a song about – Something I can't remember what it was about, but anyway, I, I was, I mean, it was he put a bike together because he donates bikes, you know, to to local kids and stuff like that. And that never wore cool. sleeves, so you could never. watch him watch oh, exactly. Oh yeah, watch him flex as he built that bike. <laughs> like he was not. But no. again, that's the kind of stuff right there. It's like, hey, well, how do we ride that momentum? Yeah, and um, yeah, it's just something I might I might pick that ball up. Golly, I gotta say I gotta save all kinds of stuff. I gotta bring a concert here to the to Hernando. We have to get rid of a train. Yes, I mean what what what? But if I would be okay if we brought the musical act in on the train. That would be a benefit. Or just um, stop the train in the middle of Commerce Street and play from the platform of the train. That's well. I mean, it would it would be about a fifty minute show because that's how long the, <laughs> that's how long the, the train stops. That's it. Okay, that's it just it. stops for fifty minutes and set him up. <laughs> we we'll go from there. Golly, a lot of stuff going on. Thanks again, Derek, for the under the water tower shout outs. Nonprofits. If you are interested, email us under the water tower info at gmail That's under the water tower info at gmail about your event May and June coming up. We can try and help. Well, Derek, let's move on to our sports section as we wrap up our show each and every week about sports. Going to be a little shorter today because some of the teams didn't play because they're waiting on their next opponents in the playoffs. A lot of stuff going on for North Point soccer, baseball, softball here in this area as we wrap up the school year. What you got? All right, so North Point soccer was coming off a 4-3 loss to St. George's and trying to get back on the winning track, taking on White Station last Thursday, which was their fifth game in 10 days. The tired legs showed as the 1-1 halftime score turned into a 3-1 loss to the Spartans. On Monday, for senior night, they took on the Crosstown Explorers as they tried to maintain form before the playoffs. They got the 6-1 win that they needed with Miller Lashley having a hat trick, Charles Craig a brace, and Ethan Manziel a goal. We want to say congratulations to Charles and Ethan especially who both were able to have a goal. Of course, Charles had a brace on senior night. Then on Tuesday night, they had a walkover game against Compass couldn't even find a, a oh excuse me Compass Chargers whom they defeated nine to one with the JV playing the entire second half. Eli Bailey, Miller Lashley, and Charlie Paroli each had two goals, and Ethan Mansell, Jackson Williams, and Roman Timms had one goal each. The record is now eight and six, three and three in district, and their last regular season game will be this Thursday night against Christian Brothers. The playoffs start May 2nd, and a tiebreak will determine whether they are the four seed or the five seed out of the western side of the state, and that will determine a home or away match. They will decide that Thursday night. Now moving to North Point Baseball. The Trojans were coming off a series sweep of St. George's and stepped out of conference last Thursday against Bartlett. The pitching was tough in that game, and Bartlett came, out, came away with a 3-1 win. A solo shot by Hudson Brown was the only run for the Trojans, and Hudson Brown also was saddled with the loss. A game scheduled for Friday was rained out, so the next games would be the last district series of the season, a matchup against Lausanne. Game one was played at Lausanne Monday night, and Connor McNatt went all seven innings to get the 6-0 victory, only giving up two hits. K.L. Farr delivered a clutch three-run triple in the sixth, 
to put the game away. The next night, the Lynx came to South Haven, and the score was similar with a 6-2 win by the Trojans. J.P. Williams got the win, going five innings, and had eight strikeouts. Sammy Chapman had two hits, and Williams helped his calls with three hits, including a home run. The Trojans' record is now 21-3-1, 9-1 conference. The the Trojans are the district champs and will play Bartlett Friday and MUS Monday before playing their first game of the district tournament next Wednesday against the five-seed from the play-in tournament. Which so, means nothing. The game against MUS and Bartlett, that just means, stay warm yeah. games. Yeah, yeah. they're still probably going to play. You'll probably see them play, throw their third and fourth sure. pitchers That's to it. keep one and two fresh for the t- first two of the district championship. Uh, of the different, yeah, championship, and then the, you know number three and four could come next weekend if they yep. make it that far. Records don't matter, yes. That's right. Uh, moving to Lewisburg softball. Lewisburg, losing the tiebreak, had to play in the first run of the playoffs and was playing the third seed in Hernando's district, the South Haven Lady Chargers. In the first game, Lewisburg won easily 10 nothing in five innings with Emma Abrams getting the win in the circle, getting 10 strikeouts in those five innings. Aubrey Williams and Kara Walker led the Lady Patriots at the plate with two hits each. In game two Monday night, Lewisburg won again easily to sweep the series, winning 14-3 in five innings. Casey Raggett gets the win for the game, and Aubrey Williams, Leah Walker, and MK Savage have two hits each with Savage having four RBIs with her two hits. The win advances the Lady Patriots to round two that starts this Friday night where they will face off against the Tupelo Lady Golden Waves. We want to say good luck to the Lady Patriots uh, for this next two out of three series. Now going to Lewisburg baseball. The number two and 6A Patriots played their final tune-up for the playoffs Tuesday night against Lafayette, the District 2 5A champions who are looking to do the same thing. The Patriots get the 9-1 win over a good Commodore squad and finish the regular season 21-7 and 7-2 in district. Lewisburg awaits the Clinton South Panola winner who also played game one Tuesday night with Clinton getting the 1-0 lead in the series with an 11-0 beatdown of South Panola. Lewisburg will play that winner starting May 2nd. Now moving under the water tower to uh, our beloved Hernando teams. Hernando also had to play in round one for the first time in several years and made quick work of center hill, winning his game one 15-0 in four innings and game two 17-0 in five innings with three pitchers combining to give up one hit in that second game. Now I feel really, really sorry for the Lady Mustang players. Oh man, having to uh, having to play season that games. way. We made the playoffs and lost thirty to nothing in two games. Yeah, it's um that's tough. Olivia Higginbotham and Hayden Hodge had three hits each, and Desmond Hodge, Kirkpatrick, and Seitz all had three RBIs each. Hernando now advances to take on their new all sports rivals in the Germantown Lady Mavericks. The first pitch of Game One will be at seven p.m. Friday night at Germantown. Again, of course, good luck to the Lady Tigers. And, man, let's get that let's get that win over Germantown. And as of right now, you can watch that on YouTube. Just go to YouTube, Hernando Tigers, I think Softball Boosters. Uh, two guys cover yeah. it very well. The camera's good. They cover it very well. But, yeah, you should be able to watch that. I think right up until maybe the, the state championship you can, you oh, can watch awesome. on YouTube. Yeah, that, They do a good job. Doing. That's really, that's yeah. really cool. And finally, of course, Hernando Baseball, the number four and 6A Tigers also got the first run by a winning district, and they currently do not have any game scheduled for this week that I could find to try to stay loose. They await tough competition in the winner of the Tupelo and DeSoto Central matchup, with DeSoto Central taking game one of that series on Tuesday night 2-1 to 
and hard-fought matchup. We will update that matchup on our show next week and are pulling for all four teams that we cover to make it to round three of the playoffs. So good luck to those teams. And Matt, finally, we're going to finish up. The District 6A All-Region 3 team was announced on Monday, and Hernando had three players on the list who made the first team. This is for softball. This is for softball, excuse me. Avery Taylor, Olivia Hickenbotham, and Kate Johnson. Callie Desmond and Allie Agner made honorable mention. So, Matt, I was looking through the whole thing. that you know, They posted it. It was on uh, Twitter. It was, on, it was in the paper. The starting nine of the, again, District 6A All-Region 3 team, uh, of the starting nine, five were from South Panola and three were from Hernando, which means only one of the one was from a, was from a school uh, in that district. So it tells you the two teams, the top two teams in the, in, the, uh, in the district by far. We want to say congratulations to those young ladies and look forward to seeing how far they go in the playoffs. Hard to believe, Derek, that you and I've covered this now. This is our third, I guess maybe third year of uh, of covering the uh, salt. We did definitely third year because we we covered the Hernando Lady Tigers in their championship run, state championship win, and then their state championship runner up, and then they're they're back in the playoffs now. So the time flies. Can't believe it's year number three covering all these young people, boys, girls. Keep fighting hard, doing a wonderful job, giving it the best you can as long as you can because. Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, every you yeah. know, get, get to the playoffs, it, it just kind of turns in. Like you mentioned, center hill, those poor girls had to go out and finish 15-0, 15-0. It's like, oh, my gosh. Wow. Well, I mean, it, it, <laughs> and I, I do like that, you know, Tennessee is different. We'll get to that once North Point starts playing. It, it gets weird after that first. Yeah, very much w- so, Once yeah. Once the playoffs are set, it gets kind of weird. But in Mississippi, best two out of three. You do love that because you do get oh, a yeah, chance. You lose that first one, yep. still got a chance. So, uh, you know, good luck to all the teams. Absolutely. Good luck to all the teams we cover. Look forward to uh, continuing to update everybody about the playoffs. We'll wrap up the UTW podcast the same way we try and do each and every week. want to encourage anyone who's been thinking about going to church, anyone who's been contemplating or just hasn't been to church in a while, please consider this Sunday letting it be your first time back in a local church. There are so many wonderful churches in Hernando, tons of churches throughout DeSoto County. If you pass a church all the time uh, on your way to work or on your way from, uh, you know, whatever, whatever it is, they, I guarantee you they're going to have a Facebook page. A lot of them already have their worship times posted on their signs. So uh, just look up on their Facebook page website to find local worship times. Hernando Methodist Church, where Derek and I attend, 845 service and 1055 traditional nine o'clock table service in the gymnasium. Um, it's growing. We are having a wonderful time. Uh, I, I play a little bit of music with some other weekend uh, musicians, and we, we uh, try and do the best we can. And so uh, we want, we'd like to invite you to that if you're interested. And then Derek teaches Sunday school each and every week. I'm not throwing invitations necessarily to his um, you know, Sunday school class. However, I do like to finish on what they're talking about each week. Derek, what are we doing this week's lesson? So this week's lesson, last week we talked about waking up and kind of what that means, where our mind is when you first hit the that you you know, daylight hits your face or you understand that you're awake. This time it's about um, making your bed, uh, brushing your teeth. So kind of, again, <laughs> uh, ordinary mundane yeah, sure. things that we do every day, but how we can use that to – Bring you know just awareness uh, to to God, awareness to you know what our, the plan for God is in our day. I really, really, uh, and I'm not gonna go too deep in it on here, but the, the making the bed was a really cool thing that to, how to set your mind for the day, and it, because it is a, a you know a task, it is something most of us don't like to do, but well, using that as a as a small daily sacrifice 
and then remembering why you're making your bed. Like, why are you doing that sacrifice? Oh, it's because I wanted to remind myself to be with God. Oh, well, now that the bed is made, I've got a nice little sanctuary here that I can just sit on real sure. quick, maybe say a prayer, maybe read a Bible verse. So just a pretty cool way to kind of fit, if you know, very busy schedule, to try to maybe fit five minutes of God into your life. Well, Derek, yeah, I know you, you've had some selfish tendencies in your in your life. Uh-huh. I could see you making the bed with Lisa in it, sadly. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I can see, I can see you making the bed. Poor Lisa's just stuck in there. You just say, "To heck with it." You go ahead and do it, and you just, you know, let her deal with it. But anyway, but like you said, the the monotonous. Uh, small things like that. I know a, a famous guy, I won't give you his name, but I, I listen to a lot of his Instagrams and stuff like that. And that's something he always talks about making your bed and doing those things in the morning to be a, um, just be grateful and thankful for having a bed to make. And that's, that's, right. that's yeah. something that's yeah. uh, important. And uh, Derek, I'm, I'm just grateful and thankful for you, my friend. I'm thankful <laughs> that we have a show. Uh, have a show. I, I'm, I'm thankful that we're still, we still have a show and have not been, you know, taken off the air. No, I, I, <laughs> I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for my voice there you go. that I can actually go into Perform. the show. I don't have to cancel it. I don't right. have to cancel the show. We today. used to do two shows a week. We and did. There were times well, where and our, our voice time. held up wonderfully. It did. it did. Wonderfully. Well, I don't, yes, I think we had a little bit more boring times between each show, That's if true. that makes that any sense. Yeah. 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 We didn't do a whole lot between <laughs> the show. We weren't going out much after uh, after the show was no, over. No, we don't go out no. there. Now, no. would we? Probably. I mean, probably. <laughs> If 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 fifty two thousand people were showing up to to hear yours truly oh, yeah. sing, um, oh, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't want to know me. I, I, you man, would man, want, you would know. Hey, you would not want to know me in my late twenties, early thirties. Let me tell you something. If if I had fifty two thousand people flying in from across the country to watch me yeah. sing, you wouldn't want to. know I've me. done horrible karaoke before. Yes, and could not talk for forty eight hours. Oh yeah. I mean, it's like it just. Brutal. So I can't even imagine trying to do back-to-back shows. Uh, Derek, I coached an 8U soccer team <laughs> on a Saturday. There I, there was there were times on a Saturday morning I would coach an 8U soccer team, which wraps up the season tonight. The yellow, No, uh, this weekend, Yellow Jackets, winless on the season. Two ties, though, winless on the there season. Two ties. Um, I would yell – I would not yell at the girls, but I would yell as a coach on Saturday morning, and I didn't know if I could sing on Sunday. <laughs> So I'm getting it, man. I don't know what it's none of my business, but hey, Morgan, we'll be praying for you, my friend, yeah, because yeah. um, yeah, you got to get back out at, at at it and uh, gotta get a paycheck. I gotta get paid. You gotta get out there to get paid. Well, yeah, you have to get out there to get paid. That's true. And what you want to do is, if you do sign up and try to get paid for two shows, you want to make that second yeah, show. If you're gonna add that second show, <laughs> make sure you can perform it. Yeah, no doubt about it. Look, that's some of the goofy stuff we talk about here under the water tower, and we really appreciate you coming on this journey with us, Derek. I had a guy stop me at the concert who you and I both know and asked me a question about something from two shows ago and i thought that was pretty neat i mean he walked right up to me and had a couple of drinks in his hand he walked right up was like hey man what about this and i was like what's he talking about oh my gosh you're talking about our podcast (laughs) i thought we might be talking about something going on right here uh, in vaughn hemingway stadium but uh, i thought that was really neat so that look that's just some of the fun stuff we have and and do we hope you continue listening we hope you share our show share it with friends family uh let people know what the different things we're talking about and not talking about or um whatever here on the show and keep us in your rotation of podcasts again once a week comes out early early on thursday mornings the utw podcast we appreciate you going on this journey with us you can find more information about us on facebook at utw podcast on instagram at utw podcast and on twitter at utw pod if you enjoy our show you'll enjoy ob pod simply stands for olive branch they release their show early on monday mornings they cover the eastern side of desoto county also deep dive into lewisburg center hill and olive branch athletics ob pod look them up today 
Wherever you listen to our show, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, give us a five-star review. Simply helps us move up when it comes to local podcasts. Again, give us a five-star review, thumbs up. We certainly would appreciate it if you take that time. Well, Derek, hope you have a wonderful weekend. I will say, Derek, I'm traveling down on Sunday. My mom is having an ablation, having a heart uh, procedure from what we talked about a couple of months ago, and uh, she's doing well. Things are going well, but, uh, you know, got to stay a night in the hospital and, and be with her. So very excited to just go down and be with her and uh, just be, be a son for a few days. And, uh, no, that'll be awesome. Yeah, really Hopefully. excited about that. I know uh, can't wait to drive her to the hospital and, and like I said, stay with her in, in the hospital. So prayers for Linda Crane if that is something that you do. We really appreciate it. Well, Derek, if there's nothing else, I'm Matt. And I'm Derek. Join us next week under the water tower. You never ain't not around it. No matter what time or town, I can't get you gone. Turn a bar upside down. Just looking for something that does it. I give them all my money. Ain't nobody selling nothing you prove.